Hi, everyone. Welcome to the very first episode of our new podcast, Amateur... I forgot the name. Fuck that. That's okay. No worries. <laughs> it's brand spanking Redo. new. <laughs> Redo. I almost said armchair expert. Love. That's an already... It's already its own fucking thing. Dak Shepard okay. will sue us. It's fine. Please. Ugh. Say that shit. Woof. Wait, what? <laughs> Cheers. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of our brand new podcast, Amateur Intellectuals, the podcast where we get curious, we get funny, and we get fucked up on cocktails. I'm Kendall, and I'm here with my co-host, Caitlin. Caitlin, Pepsi or Coke? Oh, God. Coke. All day. All day Coke. What about you? I totally agree with you there because that's like my go-to right now. The thing is though, uh, both of my parents, their parents were all divorced and they they got the divorces when like they started drinking Pepsi. So both my mother and father believe that Pepsi is the drink of the divorcees is what, what they say. So if I'm feeling a little bit, you know, like risky, challenging, burn the system, I'll go get, I'll go get a two liter of Pepsi. So. And also amazing. Like my husband is a Pepsi and his whole family are diehard Pepsi fans. And I am like, no, thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. And I'm the Coke drinker and I'm all alone on my island of righteousness. So I'm that's all you, I girl. got. I mean, listen, I can't help it that it's better. Okay. Hello. Put some rum in that bitch and let's get moving on. Today's topic is going to be a fun one. Let's get started. Yay. Let's do it. We're going to be talking today about something that we've all been through. Um, something sometimes, no, just, it's just really fucking atrocious. Today we're going to be talking about puberty and adolescence. Um, our cocktail of this episode, of course, fittingly is the drum roll, please. And then we could maybe insert a drum roll. Well, Caitlin's got it right there. The fuzzy navel. This is three ounces of peach schnapps. Three? And okay, three... Oh, okay. <laughs> you didn't do a recipe? Did I mean, you just eyeball it? I mean, I eyeballed it to the top of the glass. But no, I get oh. it. Continue. I'm so Fill sorry. Fill that bitch up. Tell the, yeah. tell the listeners how you're supposed to pour it. Three ounces of peach schnapps, three ounces of OJ, and that's it. You, I think this is one of those like old classic drinks. Is, is it? I mean, like, isn't this one of the... I know that this is a drink that everybody who doesn't know how to drink gets at a wedding when they're underage. I don't know from personal experience. Um, mm. That's how that's how much I know about it. I think it's a nice, cool drink. Obviously, it's on theme because uh, the body hair uh, <laughs> topic that I'm sure we're going to dive right into um, with puberty. So we are thinkers and we are drinkers. <laughs> so yes. we're, gonna do it. we're gonna do it. We're gonna loosen the screw. We're gonna let some knowledge in. We're gonna have a good time, most importantly. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so let's just kind of get started. I'm thinking that for puberty and adolescence, because obviously you've been through puberty, you gorgeous woman, and I obviously have two. <laughs> And I'm wearing my fucking scars from it. I was thinking we could just kind of swap war stories here. Do it. Puberty for me, like, as just first thing pops into my head is the, like, irrational fear of, like, being noticed as not being like the others. So, like, uh, I remember vividly in, I want to say that would be seventh grade math. Tyler, not going to say his last name, he had already developed armpit hair. And he got up in front of the whole class and he put his shirt down on his arm. And then everybody's like, look at my armpit hair, everybody. (laughs) And like, I don't know if that's like, I don't know why that's humiliating for 13 year old, maybe 15 year old Kendall in that scenario. But it was like, I was nowhere near that. So they start growing beards and they start quickly and and like I go to the pool and like I'm hairless and I look like a mole rat child and it's just this like funky I don't know if it's um it's some sort of insecurity not developing at the same rate as others yeah I think that's totally fair but first of all can I just throw my thought in here 
press pause on the someone stood up, Tyler fucking stood up in the middle of class or even at the end of class. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt that it wasn't in the middle of the fucking lecture. And he pulled his shirt down and goes, armpit hair. Yeah. What school were you attending that that Bum. was what actually happened? Bumfuck East Texas town, honey. The oh school God. is built by the same people that make the prisons. <laughs> so. ah, okay. Obviously, that is more traumatic for him as we look back on uh, our childhood that he's the monkey that's standing up showing his, like, parts. But I get it. I get how that can feel different. And so, anyway, I just wanted to give my my two cents on that. But um, your puberty was very different than my puberty, which I want you to continue, like, all the stories. I need them in my life. But... Yours is not going to have anything to do with mine because obviously a, a male's puberty and a female's puberty is very different. Um, so I want to explore that more. So anyway, continue. Yeah. Yeah. And let's do that because that's the thing that's so cool about this is like coming from different perspectives and coming from literally in this case, opposite sides of the spectrum mm-hmm. um, with puberty. We've got nothing in common, but at the same time, everything in common, because this is just one of those weird things. Um, that we all do. So um, that was probably like the first traumatized. That was like, that's when I remember trauma starting. And then uh, the like, I, I so I hit puberty way, 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 way late. And like, I'm thinking like, honestly, we're going to get into the stages of it in a little bit. I think that like the, the second stage is the part that we all know about. It's like the body hair and everything getting bigger and all of that. That was like, way down the line um like i want to probably say like 17-ish 18-ish um even i would say like in parts of college i was still doing some developing don't have chest hair don't have much body hair maybe body hair is just like a weird thing for like my dad's got a great beard beard but his brother can't grow one so i don't know like maybe that's just one of those things that that really doesn't have anything to do with it but uh, definitely a late bloomer. And so I was small. I was like uh, less than five feet when I walked through high school doors that first time. Um, I remember weighing 63 pounds at that time. Um, but we made it out. And look at us now. Uh, we glowed up, didn't we? <laughs> In 2020. <laughs> During the coronavirus, this is thriving. Woof. Uh, <laughs> we're fucked. We're all fucked. Um, second, th- second thing with puberty, the uh, I remember like the peer pressure prom. It, it's like it's prom. It's asking a girl to prom, and like I remember vividly the fear of all of it and like friends like oh like they're like telling her like she knows i'm gonna ask her anyway but you have to ask her because that's culturally a, i don't know mm-hmm. the um, drama the drama the, the drama and i just remember like the feeling of looking at her i was, I was smaller than her I was shorter than her and looking up at her and just like being like well you gonna have with me and like feeling <laughs> like a rat and like <laughs> that Maybe because puberty was like everyone else was doing puberty when I wasn't. And then it came later for me. Maybe that's why I have this trauma or whatever that burden is. But um, another thing is like the 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 awkwardness of like and they did it in good fun. And they and like this isn't part of the, the bad, but like my parents teased me a little bit and like every, you should. Your grandparents are going to tease you about your voice dropping and all that stuff is like natural and human and fine. Um, but like that, like learning about our bodies, all that. Uh, who are you kissing on? All like that was just such a big deal to me. The way that that I was so behind. I just didn't. It wasn't it wasn't a blast. 
But we're here now, so. <laughs> oh, puberty wasn't a blast. If somebody <laughs> said it was, I feel like they're a serial killer, so it's fine. I enjoyed the humiliation. It was amazing. I loved it when I got the erection in the class. <laughs> wasn't that so nice? And, like, having to rub your dick on the desk because you just, like, have to. You just have to. It's just the weirdest time, and, like, we're praying for you and whatever. <laughs> I mean, I can't speak to the to the the you know rubbing your dick on the desk that hasn't been a personal uh, experience of mine, but I can attest to the the mortification feeling of it. So yeah, I I totally hear you. Puberty's ugly. Puberty's like ugh, and like it's funny because as adults we're very. St- stunted in like as we look back we're so forgiving when we hear other people's horror stories but when we look back to ours we're like huh like i have not matured out of that moment of the mortified little 15 year old or whatever um i will say two things we have in common i would say one we were both late bloomers um and two we were both i presume thirsty for boys but anyway it's fine (laughs) so the so I was a late bloomer too, and uh, I was 14. So for perspective, um, there is like, I was 13 years old when I went into ninth grade, into high school. And then I was, so I was 13 for a few months when I went into high school. And then I was 14. Well, then it takes a year or two for your body to like catch up with the, you know, the light switch when you're now a woman, <laughs> right? <laughs> so Bless up. I am this awkward, I want to paint a picture for you. I am this Please. fucking awkward ass chubby. Then my parents were like, you know what a good time this is right now? Like right before you go into high school, like the end of eighth grade into summer braces. I think braces is a good idea for you. I love that journey for you. I was like, like, okay, cool. So I had, and I actually forgot to bring it. So I'll show you later. I'm sorry. I left it in the other room, but I have a yearbook as evidence of how like grotesquely awkward I was, but I was chubby, like, it was like that baby fat that all packs on right before you grow. Um, And I think also the sleeves of Oreos that I was eating for dinner, it's fine. Um, (laughs) By choice. And so I I finally, like, right, for a girl, like, if we're getting real, like, the moment is when you start your period, right? So I actually have a funny story about this. So I was 14, like felt like I was a spinster by now. Like all my other friends had bodies and like boys were looking at them and I'm like over here, this little troll. And, um, all of a sudden I, it was like, I don't remember what it was, but my mom that morning had said like, your task today is you need to clean your room. Like that you, by the time I get home, your room better be clean. And I was like, ugh, like hate lies. Like I can't believe, which should have been a sign that it was coming, but I, so I'm like putting it off, procrastinating, procrastinating. And then all of a sudden I'm like, huh, you know, the badger of death comes to my uterus uh, for the first time and lays its nest. Uh, and, that I was like, bitch. and I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. One, because I was fucking 40 felt like, like I was so <laughs> old. And two, because I'm like, I don't have to clean my room. Like, how could my mother, like, I knew that I had won the day because I'm like, this is a pivotal moment of womanhood. Like, this is the time. Like, she would never traumatize me over something so, you know, unoriginal as a clean room when this momentous occasion is happening. Whatever. It was my dramatic brain at its best. So my mom comes home a couple hours later, whatever. And I, I remember running to her car. Like, she hadn't even gotten out of her vehicle yet. And I was like, Mom, 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 guess what, guess what, guess what, guess what. She's like, you cleaned your room. I'm like, ah. No, obviously I didn't do that. But <laughs> listen, like, I became a woman today. Like, I have started my period. Like, it's here, it's here. You're a baby girl. Like, I'm the youngest. And, like, it's done. Like, there's no more kids in the house. She's like, go clean your room. Like, this is like such, are you kidding me? No shit. So I tried. I tried. And that was the beginning of me trying to pull that angsty shit. But, well, probably not the beginning, but certainly not the end. So I tried to get away with it. Tried to make it be the excuse. It worked later in life with male teachers and sometimes female teachers. We're like, oh, I have cramps or whatever. It's always a mm-hmm. good excuse. But listen, we paid the price for it. 
Is that so like for for females like is that like for me it's like like the male puberty experience is it's generally secretive like it's dark and secretive and like no one will know and like the telltale signs are acne and uh voice cracking and dropping and then like hair so you can kind of just skirt your way through it and not ever have to really talk about it because nothing huge happens so like for you in that moment is that something that like you were looking forward to or is that something that like terrified you or like that's a point of pride like it wasn't a super i remember it as not a huge deal because like i had an older sister my mom was very like I mean, she's very open always about just like, mm, this is what's going to happen to you. Good luck with it. I mean, <laughs> like it wasn't romanticized or anything, but it wasn't horrific. The only thing that we get mortified about other than, I mean, some women, I think being in a female culture, this is a whole other podcast, but like, it's a prize to like finally grow boobs and like your waist thins out, your hips get bigger. It's like, yeah, like. I'm going to get noticed and valued now. Like it's very twisted in that way. So in that sense, I was like, we skipping on rainbows. Like I'm so excited. I'm on my way. But I would say the thing that's mortifying and it happened to friends of mine, as far as I know, it never happened to me. And if I had good friends, I feel like they would have told me. Um, but the, when you don't really know what you're doing and then you leak through your pants and there's always that one girl that like has to tie the skirt, has to tie the sweatshirt around her waist or whatever. And she's mortified. So that never happened to me. I feel compassionate for the girls that like that. I know that it happened to because literally you're just learning. You don't even know your clock yet. Like you don't even know when it's coming until it's coming and you don't know what to feel for and whatever. And not to go into it, but like you don't feel very much as it's happening, you feel a lot beforehand, like the cramping and whatever, but like, it's, you gotta learn your body. And if you don't have that time yet to learn it, I feel like it has to be similar with like the, the it, like wet dreams and like the, just the erections at the weird times. I feel like you gotta just learn your body. And some of it just has to like, it's just glitching. Cause it's like transitioning to a new file you know what i mean <laughs> yeah 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 and like yeah exactly and it's c completely uncharted territory and yeah i just can't that's something that like i, I guess like having like these experiences in this part specifically are just so different um keep going yeah like so <laughs> okay. Um, let me see. So I, I break, I broke this down in my mind as like, there's two things that happen, right? There's the, the hardware and the software. The hardware is your body, your developmental changes in your body. And then the software is the, the psychological slash hormonal shit that's going on in your mind. Um, and I will say like, I just, I don't know for speaking from like, we talked a little bit about the, the physical stuff, like, you know, you grow boobs and whatever. And I slimmed down and my hips got bigger. I realized that like, I got a really large lower half. I was like, neat. <laughs> the, like that's the lot I drew. Okay, cool. Cause I didn't have that before. Um, but like, whatever I, I wasn't as, I mean, I was self-obsessed as any teenager was like, Oh, and like how tan am I? And like how thin are my legs and whatever, but I didn't really mind. I, I liked the changes. I welcomed the changes. I wish they were coming faster, but the hormonal changes, you don't really realize that your brain's going off the rails. Cause like you just trust your brain. So you, whatever you're thinking at the time, you're like, yeah, we're, we're friends. Like my brain and me are friends. She wouldn't steer me wrong. And meanwhile, oh, it's yeah. like setting the house on fire. Right. And you're like, Oh, she's yeah, my exactly. friend. It's fine. So for, for me, um, I don't know if like Disney got into my head too much or something, but like somehow from childhood into puberty, I realized that I, I, I didn't even realize I just behaved with this latch on to one individual mentality. I was the piner and it was very hormonal through my adolescence. So like 
I had, I crushed hard on one individual. And like my friends would be like, oh, like this boy likes you and like whatever this boy. And I'm like, he's the only man for me. And like, <laughs> obviously never gonna happen, right? Two years older than me, like in the different circles, whatever. But I pined and I pined quietly. And I never looked to, at another man. I was so dramatic and broody and like <laughs> angsty. And then when he graduated, there was like tears. There was Sarah McLaughlin involved. Yeah. Like I was like, I'll never ever find another. Well, I did. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then I latched on to somebody my age and I just latched and I just pined and I pined and I like, oh, and he like touched my hand and like the butterflies, all that. And it was just, hard. And as I look back on that, I didn't initially associate those two together. Like, oh, it was puberty. And it was like, I was being a psycho. But I really do think because as I grew up, like, I look back on it, and I'm like, oh, like, it still makes me like cringe, because there are individuals who then left high school, and we have not spoken again. And that's all they think I am. <laughs> like, that latchy, crazy <laughs> bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I so I think that's an excellent breakdown and like a good teaser under like what we're about to get into because I've done a little bit of research on puberty adolescence and one of the things that kind of shocked me about it and you're 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 saying the exact same thing it's like so your body's going you said you know software and hardware you're going through mind changes hormonal changes and you're going through body changes and the craziest part of all of it at the same time you're also going through environmental changes. Our society is set up mm. where as all of this is happening, you're going from primary education to secondary education. Mm -hmm. Some people are entering, leaving the education to go to the workforce. Like there's just like everything is changing. Literally everything is changing across the board. Mm -hmm. And so it's just this wild time of vast uncertainty and your mind is fucking with you most of the time all the so, time every waking hour and and sleeping <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly do you have more or do you want to dig no, it you want to I wanna, jump in? i want to hear what you have to teach me sir i want to learn about puberty because Q i have a five-year-old and i want to learn about what the fuck I'm a I'm in for now that I'm on this the is, other side of crazy bill. That's right. Yeah, this so is third party. Teach me shit right here. OK, so uh, before digging in, this is something that I was thinking um, would be learning about mental and health disorders, depression, anxiety, stress. And it turns out it's actually much more about physical health trajectory. Uh, with some strong points for the mental things, too. But research is pretty hard to come by, uh, it seems like. Um, and maybe we just don't know enough yet about stuff like that when it comes to mental health mm -hmm. disorders from puberty. Um, so let's just define puberty. Let's just start there. Uh, rapid growth, brain development, sexual maturation, and the attainment of reproductive capacity. Uh, it brings the final maturation. I might be saying that wrong. No, I Mat think that's right. Mature maturation. Maturi maturation. Uh, <laughs> Masturbation. <laughs> it's just a stone's throw away. Yeah. And it's puberty. So let's just put that in there too. All of these changes also come with changes in the environment, social changes, increasing individuation, and new peer groups. The transfer from primary to secondary school, sexual debut, and entry into the labor market may be critical points for preventing the accumulation of health risks so this is setting up the stage for it's actually going to be about the rest of your life mm -hmm. this one little period which isn't very little and it seems like it's the end of the fucking world so it seems very long sets up everything else as if teenagers don't have enough pressure <laughs> i mean <laughs> just getting through the, By damn the way your day. quality of life for the rest of your life <laughs> depends on how well you do now so right now do it well yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Be graceful, god damn it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Let me take a quick swig here. Mm -hmm. mm. The process begins much earlier than most people recognize. Uh, between six and eight what? with the phase of yeah. Uh adrenarchy. Adrenarchy. And it's the activation of adrenal glands. Adrenal glands sit just above your kidneys and they produce hormones that regulate metabolism, immune system, blood pressure, response to stress, and other essential functions. 
Mm, my kid turns six next month. I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. We're there. We're there. Uh, <laughs> Those puppies are about to fire up. No. And we're gonna be. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Oh, here we go. No. So <laughs> the timing of adrenarchy affects the risks for mental health problems and a range of cardiometabolic issues. BMI, body mass index, is associated with adrenal androgens, and children exhibiting premature, premature adrenarchy have been found to have higher levels of insulin and insulin resistance and a predisposition to a higher BMI. Really? So puberty, off the bat, can affect things we're going to get into like diabetes and other cardio and like weight things. issues like holding weight on and stuff like depending on how early you hit puberty it's just interesting that there's a scientific backing there exactly and like that's kind of the i'm like at reading about it and like i'm trying to be gentle about this because obviously we are sensitive people but at the same time it's like the science here is saying like having hitting puberty early can affect the way that your body processes energy and food wow. and weight distribution and I did not know that I had yeah. no idea yeah me neither and like that's 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 what we're getting into like health trajectory is is actually the most important thing for puberty <laughs> which is just nuts so second phase of puberty is I'm gonna say this I probably said anadarky wrong too but gonadarky gonad archy um <laughs> I remember something about gonads, and I think that those are the sex cells. Mm -hmm. um, this is the process of sac sexual maturation. Se sexual masturbation. Uh <laughs> Let's replace every maturation, maturation with masturbation, please. <laughs> it's the, I should have thought. I should have thought to check that out. Uh, it seems that um, this is the section of puberty that we lay folk know a lot about. Think high school sex ad, quote, the talk, Ugh. ETC. Yeah. Uh, I won't go much into this part because we all know exactly what this is. This is just pubes and boobs. <laughs> well done. Not that that's just a, yeah, that's not just a just. Um, <laughs> puberty is generally complete within two to four years of gonadarchy. Four years of that? Ugh. Two to four years, yeah. Ugh. So the most dramatic change in puberty is pubertal growth spurt, boys typically growing 30 centimeters and girls 25 to 27 centimeters because of synergies between sex steroids and growth hormones. Woof. What the fuck is that? It just sounds like all the sparks inside your body. Just <laughs> Fighting for attention. and making you taller. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's exactly it. It's nuts. Um... The timing of puberty is partly genetic, but you can say that better than me. How do you say that? Intrauterine. Oh, yeah. Intrauterine. Intrauterine events. Womb. Womb events. Womb. Nutrition. Family factors. Stress. Socioeconomic conditions also play roles in when you hit puberty. Wow. The mean age of menarche, which is first menstruation is now 12 to 13 years in most high-income countries, but it is usually later in low-income countries. Wow. Data from the U.S. and Europe suggests that early pubertal events are occurring at younger ages, but late pubertal events are not. Is it because, I'm sorry to interrupt, is it because maybe like you're more nourished? So like if you are in a higher socioeconomic place, you start your period sooner because you are better nourished and you have more and you're under less stress because typically stress can even stop a period. Like if, if a woman is extremely, this could be a lie, but I think if a woman is extremely stressed, like her periods can become irregular, her periods can stop. So I just think about that from an adolescent point of view, like it could delay mm -hmm. puberty because they're high starving or whatever in a lower socioeconomic country or a place within a country. And then uh, like it could delay the whole process and just kind of fuck it all up. Okay, so Caitlin is a whiz, everybody. And she actually hasn't <gasps> read my notes. No! The next line says, migrant children arriving in a high income country frequently experience onset puberty earlier <gasps> than would be expected in either their home or host country. Their transition from a threatening to ideal nutritional environment may accelerate their pubertal development. What do I win? I mean, that was like spot on. <gasps> that shit is nuts. I was like, 
You said that, and I was like, that's literally the next line. It just shows that I'm listening, Kendall. You you are fascinating, and I'm asking all the right questions. Um, okay. Uh, so the so it on early onset is happening in the early stages of puberty events, but the ending of it is also staying where it's at. So it's actually broadening, and they don't really know why. They're saying. Exposure to endocrine disruptor chemicals and psychosocial stress are possible mechanisms for this expanding. Mm -hmm. And just the word psychosocial stress, I was like, <laughs> ding, 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 ding. And I was uh, like, more psycho than social in my, in my experience, but just speaking for me. <laughs> Anyway. Get it tattooed. Um, so this is the part. Uh, endocrine disruptor chemicals. I read that and I said, what the hell is that? EDC. EDCs are chemicals or mixtures of chemicals that interfere with the way that the body's hormones work. Some EDCs act like hormone mimics and they trick our body into thinking that they are hormones while other EDCs block natural hormones from doing their job. Other EDCs can increase or decrease the level of hormones in our blood by affecting how they are made, broken down, or stored in our body. Finally, other EDCs can change how sensitive our bodies are to different hormones. EDCs can disrupt many different hormones, which is why they have been linked to numerous adverse human health outcomes, including alterations in sperm quality, fertility, abnormalities in sex organs, endometriosis, early puberty, Altered nervous system function, immune function, certain cancers, respiratory problems, metabolic issues, diabetes, Shit. obesity, cardiovascular problems, growth, neurological and learning disabilities, and more. So, Jesus. what the hell is an EDC? They are industrial chemicals and pesticides. Some consumer products contain EDCs or packaged in containers that contain EDCs. Processed foods can accumulate traces of EDCs from manufacturing, processing, transporting, and storage. Soy-based products contain phytoestrogens, which are chemicals produced by plants that mimic estrogen. And household dust can contain EDCs such as lead and flame retardants. So we're under fucking attack. <laughs> <laughs> Poison everywhere. Oh, my God. Yeah. So all of this leads to effects on health and later in life disease. Let me take another swig because I'm getting dry mouth. Mm. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Peach schnapps. Um, is that glass? Is it a glass or does it have E P B D D in it? Hello, right? Are is you, it made up of ECDCs? E are E C D yeah, are, are you <laughs> are you stunting your growth right now in your puberty? <laughs> is that what happened? Is that what the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> it would explain so much. <laughs> Okay, oh health and disease. Strong evidence indicates that higher BMI accelerates the onset of puberty. Early puberty is associated with cardiometabolic risk, including the risk of cardiovascular events and mortality, type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure. Early puberty is linked to cancer, later life, several mechanisms. This is so weird. Longer exposure to gonadal steroids may increase the risk of steroid-dependent cancers, such as breast and ovarian cancers in females, and possibly prostate cancer in males. Longer exposure to sex hormones increases the chance of having a steroid-dependent cancer later in life. It's us. Like, it's our own body making Poisoning these things. Us. And then it's like, oh, but don't get too much. Don't have not enough, because then you won't be a man or a woman. But don't have too much, because it's going to fucking kill you. Right. It's like, what Neat. a, what a, like crazy like needle thin balance and this nobody bitch has hits to... it i have to think that nobody hits it everybody's just simone not the fucking... best version of themselves yeah no simone biles hits it every time and that's it nobody else gets it she just does that triple flip and we don't even know what it's called that's right triple axle or something i don't know that's right okay so with puberty and adolescence topics include Aggression and violence, because testosterone uh, and aggression in, uh, is proven in animals and humans. Good evidence uh, for the risk of violence and aggression increases in pubertal stages in boys. That's yeah, I was going to say, I mean, girls get hateful, but we inwardly, like, <laughs> we stew <laughs> and we talk shit and we just have overall hate, but we don't throw punches or anything. <laughs> right. Which is the better way to be, honestly. I mean, 
I can cut you for the rest of your life. So exactly, (laughs) exactly. Like if I punch you, you're gonna heal. But if I tell you how I really think, you're gonna remember that. Scorch the fucking earth with you. I've been doing it since I was 14 years old. Um, depression. Evidence demonstrates that early puberty increases the risk of depression in girls. This is fascinating. Rates of depression are higher in boys than in girls before puberty, but are higher in adult women than in adult men. Girls surpass boys in depression at stage three puberty. Hmm. Puberty may reduce the prevalence of depression in males. So there's just some more fucking privilege for the men. They didn't have enough, so they, didn't. they they needed a you know another bone thrown their way. Yeah, did you need a natural antidepressant here? Have, have some, some jizz. Yeah. <laughs> However the hell that works. Have a bigger dick and you know happiness and go on your merry way. <laughs> it is the key. <laughs> uh, oh my God. Next topic. Uh, anxiety, and this is wishy-washy evidence. They actually think that the anxiety is more tied to like depression. And it's the same with deliberate self-harm. It's more associated with depression than puberty. There's not really good evidence that it is actually puberty doing that. Um, eating disorders, early maturing girls and boys have higher risk of eating disorders, including anorexia and bulimia, dissatisfaction with the body, weight or shape. However, some studies found no association or exactly the opposite. It could be the pressure, right? It's an exacerbator. Like you could be prone to self-harm or you could be prone to obsessive behavior like or to eating disorders because of the pressure of growing up. Like I'm not saying that that's the only variable, but like I definitely felt the pressure of like I need to fit in, I need to date. Like I'm sure you probably felt that too. Um, and like you can become, if the only thing you can control when everything is changing is like your weight, you know, like that makes sense to me. Like, I, like I feel I, as a teenager, I feel like I'm going to control something. And if that's going to be self-harm or if that's going to be bulimia or whatever, like I see how that can make sense to a teenager. Totally. Totally. Um, do, 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 looking at my notes. A transition into early adolescence. Uh, It's marked by dramatic increase in morbidity and mortality, often associated with mental health disorders, substance use, and the acutely sensitive... Oh, wait. Excuse me. Let me redo that. Masturbation. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Transition into early adolescence is marked by dramatic increase in morbidity and mortality, often associated with mental health disorders, substance use, and the consequences of risk-taking and poor decision-making i.e. heart disease and cancer actually acutely sensitive to lifestyle and behavioral risk factors that are often established during adolescence, such as nutrition, physical activity, sleep, obesity, stress, and substance use. The dramatic changes in the brain give significant neuroplasticity, suggesting that behavioral patterns can become strongly encoded in the brain at this time. So like all of this research is, is saying like, this is like it, it, it was it seemed more of like an argument for intervention. It was much more like if if there's ever a time that like see something, say something, it's puberty because the shit that you come up with here lasts forever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's imprinted in you forever. Very. Yeah. Very Taylor Lautner in. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm right there with you, boo-boo. Uh, no, the vampire me. movie. The Ed, Ed and Jacob, Edward and Jacob. Jacob. I had Jacob such I gotcha. a fucking crush on Taylor Lautner was right in this stage. puberty? I was yeah. going to say, was he your like, sexual revolution? That was it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's amazing. And now oh he God. looks like a freaking llama. But Does he? Actually, I, need, I don't I need know. to look him up. I need to look him up. He looks like he'd be really good as... A teenager, and then he's gonna grow up into mm-hmm. a normal human. Um, yeah. What was I gonna say about that? There was something funny that I thought uh, for that, but oh no, no, it wasn't funny. So I was thinking, like, from all this stuff that you're saying, it really, to me, I'm a visual like processor. I think in pictures. So, like, to me, it sounds like puberty is a lot like walking a tightrope, and everything below you is every possibility wherever you land in a negative. And so you just have to make sure 
that A, the people in your life that are going through puberty or whatever, your kids or whatever, are like getting through it with help, I think, as awkward as it is. But like, they have we have to sort of safety net them a little bit because like shit like i mean you have to think like even even the way you think now was preset when -hmm. you were a teenager and again i go back to that thing when i when i was saying about when i was younger like i thought we were friends like me versus my brain i thought we were friends well there's something to be said about that now like i thought we were friends but like it was coded so long ago that it's just going the way that it's going to go. And like, I just, I'm along for the ride, you know? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And like, I love that, that, that visual that you're painting. And like, that's, that's where this is going to end because like, it's what we're about. Okay. So five key transitions in adolescence. And we kind of mentioned this earlier. So five things, learning primary to secondary school, secondary to higher education, work Mm -hmm. from education to the workforce, health, Responsibility for your own health. You're weaning out of your family's advice and 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 household. Uh, family, that's the next thing. Sorry, I skipped that. Uh, transition from family living to autonomy, marriage, parenthood. Citizenship, becoming a responsible citizen. Citizen. Um, transitions are accompanied by new behaviors, including health-related behaviors that track strongly into adult life. This is the opportunity to embark on trajectories toward health and well-being. For example, in high school, I started smoking. So then I'm 26 now and I'm still smoking. That's exactly what we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. Evidence is emerging that secondary education is beneficial in fighting against a range of health outcomes in adolescents and young adults. From sexually transmitted infections to adolescent fertility, mortality, and mental health. In both rich and poor countries, people with more education live longer lives with less disability and ill health. The United Nations Sustainable Development Goals include a target for countries to provide every child with access to free primary and secondary education by 2030. Bless up. The onset. Oh, I'm sorry. Can I ask you a quick question? Yeah. What was your sex education like in Texas? Because I have a feeling it's way different than, I know it's maybe a big question, but you can answer it as short as you like. But like, because I bet it was way different than what ours was in Michigan. Yeah, good question. I don't, so like, there wasn't a sex class. There was in high school, the football assistant coach taught health 101 or whatever the hell that was. And (laughs) that was like a week, like- (sighs) It was like sex week. It was like puberty week or whatever. Um, and it was like, he's a coach and there's girls in the class. And like the class was even in basically a locker room. And so it was just this like terribly atrocious, awkward thing that like. They didn't even separate you? Like girls no. go in that room and what? Bo- Jeez. And it was very like, just like. Giggle, giggle, giggle. In the book. Uh-huh. This is a vagina. This is a penis. Smash them together and live the rest <laughs> and of your life happy. Baby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, this is what we're here for, ladies and gents. That's different. See, at least with ours, they pulled us apart and it was like a, like a, not an assembly because it was just in a room, but like, okay, this class go, like, you're going to go, girls and boys. And so we didn't, like, for all we knew, they could be just having a pizza party. Like, the boys could be over having a fucking pizza party. And we were learning about our bodies. And I remember them saying, like, you're going to start smelling. Like, you're going to have to start wearing deodorant. And I was like, what? Like, no way. Like, (laughs) But they very much centered it on the girls and then the girls' perspective of the male's attention that's going to be changing so Mm. at least they kind of gave us a heads up i mean i'd give it like a seven out of ten if i'm if i'm being honest but they definitely like at least did us the favor of separating us so we could not have to look over at the boys and go like ew like your experience is different than ours but that was in middle school that wasn't even in high school oh my God. Yeah, I feel like that had to have been like maybe seventh grade. I'm making that up, like sixth or seventh grade. Uh, um, yeah. So I mean, they were on it, and as I say, I think separating them was a good thing. But it, it was just one day. It was just like one hour or two hours or something. Like one day. It's like you know, here's your body. That's what's going on. Like you're gonna start bleeding, and <laughs> there you go. Have a good day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have a good life. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Um, they okay. So like culturally, I know. Like in in middle school, my 
one of my buddies was like, I just got the talk. I just got the talk. It was terrible. And, you know, like we're all talking about like, Jesus, I don't want to have the talk. And then my dad about the same time was like, hey, we're going to go camping and we're going to have the talk. And you can't Tell get away from me it. all about that, please. I don't even remember <laughs> much of it. I really good. don't. Uh, yeah. You did a good job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we went to his mother had a farm, a dairy farm in Cushing, Texas, and we went out there and there was a little fishing pond. And sure enough, he just he popped out in two little um, lawn chairs and he sat down. And he's like, OK, this is going to be awkward, but we're going to get there and it's going to be just fine. Son, exactly. <laughs> we're having a talk. And I'm like, you yeah. missed the point. Like, you don't even care about <laughs> the jeans, whatever. Uh, <laughs> But and you couldn't even time. run. He took you out to a farm. <laughs> yeah, it was clever. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, you trapped. Yeah, he was. I remember giggling. I remember, I, not like giggling. Ugh. I remember just, like, like awkward, like exactly. awkward laughter and whatever. Like I hate this. <laughs> and he was the same way. And he was very yeah. He was good about it. He he did a good job. But uh, my other buddies, my best friends at the time, they never got to talk. And so like they never got to talk. And then whatever the hell that was in high school. And then they were kind of just clueless. And we I would got have a girl like, pregnant and I have no idea how I did it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> God bless them. Yeah. They made it out. Yeah. Everybody's fine now, but. Woo. What does this thing do? Where do I put it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they had to have had an idea. I mean, maybe oh, they don't yeah. understand the changes and stuff, but they're like, I definitely know what I want to do to that girl over there. Mm -hmm. I mean, being honest oh yeah and like the access to like porn like right so like we're in like that weird era of like young kids but internet access was becoming this like yeah thing and like i think especially now with the way that it is it's just even younger and younger and multiplying and scary and dangerous and whatever but um yeah i think that 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 there was that, access i mean yeah that education. was education yeah exactly it was yeah they were only left out this much. And then it was like, okay. Okay. The onset of puberty marks the beginning of dramatic changes in the processing of rewards, emotional stimuli, and cognitive, social cognitive reasoning. In recent decades, numerous controlled studies have evaluated the effect of programs to prevent mental illness and substance use, problems at school and depression, and aggression and behavioral problems. Studies show that some programs may strengthen protective factors such as social and problem-solving skills, stress management skills, pro-social behavior, and social support, and reduce the consequences of risk factors, symptoms, and substance abuse. So this is exactly to what you said, the tight line of just everything changing all at the same time constantly. And it's so important that if you are going through puberty right now, please know that hashtag it gets better. Mm -hmm. And you're going to make it through. We've all been through it. And it's one of the most awkward and embarrassing and hard times. And you may not even feel like the times are funny right now. But one day, I promise you, you'll get together with your friend and you'll laugh about it. Reach mm -hmm. out. Ask for help. You are not alone at all. If you know someone going through puberty, take time and be kind to them. Tell them they're gorgeous. Listen to them. Ask questions. Be generous. Be the person you wish you had. When your chemical imbalance shitstorm took over your life, <laughs> the great thing about this is that we all we all know exactly what it's like. So be kind, share stories, use your words and actions to give people a place here, and let them know that they belong. That's amazing. I have to think about that on a serious level and not make light of that with my daughter and not tease her, despite all my instincts, because <laughs> like I really want to make sure that she has a safe space, you know, to to just fuck up and like, you know, stumble into this ugly thing that is like, again, some people go through puberty, I feel like, and maybe it's hard for everyone. Maybe I'm just like making light of this. I feel like some people go through it gracefully and they're just like, oh, wow, like what a blossoming flower that right. person is. I am an adult now. And then some of us fall off the fucking puberty tree <laughs> and hit every branch awkwardly on the way down. And that was me. Anyway, um, okay, well, that's awesome. Do you mind if I throw in a couple of uh, a little fun facts? Please. So I went online uh, as the follower of this episode, not the leader, um, as we will do in future episodes. We will take turns leading and following uh, on certain topics 
of our passions. Um, Puberty is not my passion, but it's okay. It isn't. <laughs> you don't talk about it. <laughs> right. you, don't, you don't blog about it. On the I just weekend. wanted to be very clear. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. We definitely like threw this one in as like a as a wild card, didn't we? Okay. So I wanted to. I pulled up just a very quick list of what to expect in boys and what to expect in girls during puberty. And I just want to say I found some funny notes. So for girls, now remember, I started puberty when I was 14 years old. It says, contact your pediatrician if there are no pubertal changes in your daughter by age 13. <laughs> yeah, my mom never made that call. No. It worked out fine. But... Oh, it's coming. Anyway. We know it's coming. What Somebody they... blow on the dash. And like, what would they have done? Would they have like put a puberty shot in me and been like, Pu like, grow? You know you know they would. Like, it would just be some sort of, like, steroidal... Like a, um, like inducing thing. labor, but, like, inducing puberty. Maybe oh, that's a thing. Like, God. you're going to be a grown woman now. Ha! <laughs> Your period's coming tomorrow. Can you so, imagine? anyway. And then I didn't know. Like, I'm really sorry that I'm so stupid with this. But remember, I don't have a son. I don't have... And, like, I certain to hell wasn't, like, you know, learning puberty along with the boys. But the enlargement of the testicles and scrotum had no idea. That's new for me. Wait, um, what? I had no idea. Like, I mean, other than just you grow with it, you grow with the same time. Like, you know, your baby balls oh. are going to be your grown ball. I just had no idea that you like, thought as that part it was of like puberty, all at the same time. I thought it was a proportionate exponential growth. I thought as the boy gets bigger, his boy parts get bigger. So does the wang. It doesn't. No. That's, that's what I thought. That, and that's, I think that that's like that detrimental, horrifying part of being, maybe that's what I was feeling a little bit in like middle school. Cause it's like, no, no, no. Like your baby dick is your baby dick until you're through a puberty. Man. Yeah, exactly. And so like, it just oh. kind of stays and then it actually starts with the scrotum and balls that like so that gets bigger and no. then toward the later stages the the penis then it catches up yeah so it's like this like fucked up no system idea. okay to be honest until i was in like probably seventh grade again slow to develop I didn't know that men had balls so it's fine <laughs> that's where i'm coming from my mom will be so proud to know that anyway um i think uh yeah the only other thing that i was going to say about that um and let me know if you have anything else you'd like to add but what i was going to say was i think if i'm being honest i think puberty was a really good first episode for us because it's a lot like we are going through our own podcast puberty, puberty. right now. Say we that are shit. stumbling through. We are figuring out how we're going to fucking do this. We have, we can do all the research we want, but until we just crack into it and roll on, we don't know what the fuck is even going on. Spot so on. till something feels right, we're just going to keep figuring it out. And I feel like that is some kind of poetic shit. Do I have a name then? A fucking man. Yeah. <laughs>